Listen to this. Can't believe we're on this cruise. Ah, oh, the smell of the ocean. Mm. One wave after the other, and no land in sight. <sighs> and now the same thing in green. Can't believe we're on this cruise. Oh, the smell of the ocean. One wave after the other, and no land in sight. If a color can make something sound dramatic, imagine how it can make it look. Metal paints. The right color matters. Visit metalpaints.coza. Day and welcome to the cycle right here on Vuka Online Radio with me, Mohale Mutale. Thank you so much for joining me today. And um, we, we, we are going to be talking about uh, the high levels of dropouts in our schools today. And um, we will be looking into um, the numbers, um, the statistics um, that are actually on the report that have been released by Umalusi. Um, the report was actually released earlier this year, in the very early days of the year. Um, I think it was just a day or two before the official release of the results, where the CEO of Umalusi, this is the Quality Assurance Body, where uh, Dr. Um, Mafu Ramukezi, um has indicated that um, over 40,000 learners are missing on the system. These are, these are the learners that have been tracing for the last 12 years. So what happens is that we take our kids to school, uh, we register them for grade one. So those kids get traced for 12 years until they complete their metric. At the end of uh, the, the, their metric, they'll then look into the system. How many of those are still in the system how many of those have been lost in the system and of course uh, some of these is because to because of the death um some learners uh, will actually you know die in the process so it's not that all of them they've dropped out but the report looks into the number of dropouts um and 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 what is painful about the report is that um some of these actually drop out when they're in grade 11. And you're thinking about it that, you know, these guys were just actually almost there and they could have just, uh, you know, held on a little longer and actually complete the geometry. So we are going to be talking about that today. And of course, I will appreciate your contributions. I will appreciate your comments. I will appreciate you guys to actually be part of the conversation right here on VUGA Online Radio with me, Mohale Muntal. And of course, you can do that at VUGA Online on Facebook, on Twitter, as well as on Instagram. Let's have or let's get the conversation going. So, um, actually what, what we're going to do is that um, I had a conversation with a teacher, somebody who is not only a teacher, but somebody who has been trained trained as a psychologist, somebody who understands all these things better than I do. Um, I have um, a, a clip where I've been talking to her and uh, I will be playing it so that you guys are able to get to understand what are the causes, what can be done and of course, going into what is it that which we as the members of the cycle can do. I've been saying that this space, the cycle, is for the people who are 
you know, driven by solutions, people who are serious about finding solutions. This is not where we magnify our issues, magnify our problems, look into issues and find solutions. So that's the conversation that which we'll be having right here on the cycle with me, Mukhala Mutale, on VUGA Online Radio. After this short break, I want to play for you um, that that recording where I have um, a conversation with um, a teacher and also a psychologist. Her name is Dipuo Signolo. And we are going to be, um, I'll be asking her questions and you'll be able to hear what are her, um, you know, what are her answers so that we can actually start the conversation with some of um, the, the problems that which she identifies as the challenges and some of the issues that she thinks uh, government uh, has a role to play on, community has a role to play on, and even as teachers. So we are going to have a break. When we come back, we go straight into that conversation that I had with Dipuo Signolo. Stay tuned. Kick off with the biggest character deal only at Pep. Babies tees and vests only $39.99. Kids just $44.99. Buy any two and score a saving of 10. More deals, more fun in store. Life's better with Pep. More music, more inspiration. Fuga online. Welcome back. You are still listening to The Cycle right here on VUCA Online Radio with me, Mohala Mutale. So, without any waste of time, let me just uh, play the audio so that you guys are able to hear the conversation that which I had with Dipuo Signolo. All right. I am joined by Dipuo Signolo, a teacher, someone who is exposed to what uh, we've been talking about today, which is high levels of dropouts in our schools. As we look into the Umalus report, I'm sure those numbers are shocking to the many of you. So, talks, if you don't mind, just maybe to take us through what has been your experience um, with regard to the number of kids who are dropping out of our schools. Uh, maybe let me just say, in the last year or so, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, my experience is that, yes, we do see kids dropping out of school, of which it's very sad, especially now because in South Africa, you need to have at least a matric certificate in order for you to actually further your studies or find a job and stuff. So, yes, uh, so many kids are dropping out too, to, uh, due to certain issues and some you are able to help, but some you can't because this is a serious issue whereby everybody has to be involved in order for us to actually fight this. Yes, but when I get to who must get involved um, in, 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 a, in, a, in a while, but maybe let's get to what do you think are the main causes? Um, I know that the report points out a whole lot, but in your experience, what has been the causes of um, these high levels of dropouts? Okay, uh, there are many reasons, actually. Hmm. I mean, many causes. Hmm. Uh Underperforming is one of them. Uh, you find a child not having support at school because most teachers actually focus on kids that are smart than those that are actually slow. So you might find that a child lacks support both at school and also at home. So some they end up actually leaving school. Some is due to bullying. Uh, some of the kids are being bullied by the learners. They are bullied by teachers. They are bullied also at home. So it goes back to support. So some they just end up dropping out of school. 
and mm. some you might find that it's teenage pregnancy mm. and ever since covid uh it's actually the number now it's quite high mm-hmm. so some teenagers are able to come back to school and some sadly they don't come back to school no, no. again substance abuse is also another issue that we're faced mm-hmm. with uh our kids are into drugs so some you find that a child leaves school maybe they think they will go find a job so that they can be able to actually afford those, those drugs, drugs. Yes. and since the drugs are everywhere so it's, it's interesting. <laughs> but those are some of the major reasons of course mm-hmm. As to why kids drop out of school. Okay, and, and I understand that you mentioned uh, some of the, the the causes that the report is pointing out to. Um, if you go through the report uh, on the on the recommendations, um, it talks more about what government must do. Okay, what the school must do, what the school governing body must do, but. I, I, if you go through their recommendations, it they don't talk to what a parent must do. They just say the parents must be involved, but to be involved and do what? That's that's the, the the question for me. So, what do you think can be done to 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 cap uh, this high number of dropouts? Uh, I think okay. When it comes to this one, everybody has to be involved. Like, yeah. Okay, uh, the Department of Education has to help us. Mm-hmm. The community, also the parents, we mm-hmm. need to work together mm-hmm. in order for us to actually uh, try to cut down this high rate mm-hmm. of dropouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, teachers alone cannot do this. It's yeah. quite a lot. So maybe if they can send in more social workers, more psychologists, mm-hmm. so that they can mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. have one-on-one sessions with this kids to ask what could be the problem because if you expect me as a teacher to do so sometimes it's impossible i mean where i teach we have like 2.5 learners so imagine <laughs> if there's only two people who have to uh, indulge if at least the community can help the parents together with the teachers and the government i think they can that collaboration up, can actually yes they can come up with programs teachers train us mm-hmm. as to what to do because sometimes we also don't know how to and you're overwhelmed by this because you come into that space as a teacher you're not coming to that space as a social worker yes. or, or as a psychologist for you to be able to get into a mind of a 17 year old or a few 14 year old as to what keeps them you know going what what makes them do the things they do in schools and understand the involvement of every stakeholder you have mentioned there the community the department of education you guys as the teachers and and and, and understand that sometimes can be you know a daunting um, responsibility to to really deal with this given the fact that you guys are not capacitated to actually deal with this you guys are teachers that's that's what you do best but sometimes you have no choice but actually to do a little bit of both how has that been uh, the experience with having to be a teacher and at the same time uh, being a professional social worker i don't know but how has that been balancing between you being the teacher and being a motivational speaker as well because you have to motivate them so that they can actually you know um do more on their studies well uh for me 
I guess I can say I'm a little bit lucky because I was trained. I was filled with all psychology and stuff. Okay, yeah. Uh, for me, it's it's overwhelming. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, it's not easy. It's not fun yeah. actually. But I actually try to help where I can. I have a group of teachers whereby we work together okay. to help these kids. Sometimes their problems can even make you miserable. <laughs> so, yes. So we try. We have campaigns in our schools. We have peer support groups. Whereby we teach these kids on how they can actually support each other. We're not saying that they must come up with solutions, but they can support each other through the challenges that they are faced with. So, uh, <laughs> no, I, I understand because, like I said, you guys are not capacitated to do that, and it can be a whole lot of work for you guys to do. You can't be preparing for classes and be preparing for counseling sessions at the same time, but. Parents expect you guys to be everything to these kids because they just drop them off in the morning and they expect them in the afternoon having learned not involved in you know some anything that is funny. But yeah, I completely understand uh, where you guys um, you know find yourselves. Um, I just want to maybe this is the last question. Um, I, I know, like you said, that you guys are not capacitated, but what would you like the Department of Education to do? That one thing that you will say, if they can do this, you are very sure that um, you won't be having issues of dropouts. I understand that some they die, some they come from, you know. Um, single, what, what they call this, child-headed homes. So, um, there isn't much you guys can do as, as a school day, but where you guys can, 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 can manage and do something, what is it that the Department of Education can actually help you with? Okay, um, I'm not sure if this can help, but maybe if they can, let's say every school has a guidance counselor, mm-hmm. therapist, maybe, yeah. will actually help. And then if all schools can have, let's say, uh, sports facilities whereby kids maybe, uh, for those that are having difficulty, if they can be exposed to sports, mm-hmm. maybe, especially the underperforming ones, maybe if I'm not a child has a certain skill, just not comes to academics. So maybe if that child can be introduced to sports and stuff, Uh maybe it can actually help. But Mm. the thing is, with most public schools, we don't have the resources. So maybe we can have enough resources resources. to accommodate, Mm. have activities, you know, whereby everyone else is involved. Mm. That Mm. can try to help. So you are saying that the government must make sure that you guys have got facilities, you guys have the resources, you guys are capacitated, and you also have specialists and yes. professionals who actually are coming to It's so sad because in the private uh, schooling system, they are such. They, they have got all the resources, the infrastructure is there, they have you know the professionals who are there, they've got educational psychologists to, to help those who are struggling. So, um, But uh, it's a pity that in our you know, our schools, we don't have that. But thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with me. Um, this is a Talks uh, me today. Thank you so much, Go. And what are your parting shots as we close? Hey, don't give up. Don't give up. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much. <laughs> wow, that was um, myself and the Buasinolo. We had the conversation. And of course, uh, we are going to be talking about some of um, the, the issues that she pointed out as the causes. We are going to look into the numbers that uh, Dr. 
Mafu Ramoiketi, the CEO of Umalusi, has indicated when he was releasing the report earlier in the year. And that conversation is coming right after this short break. Stay tuned. Get seamless underwear at super low prices only at Pep. Seamless non-padded bras, an incredible $59.99 in a soft, stretchy fabric. Matching seamless boy legs, an amazing $34.99. Get them all in a range of new colors. Life's better with Pep. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. Look at online. Welcome back. You are still listening to The Cycle right here on Vuga Online Radio with me, Mohale Mutale. We have been talking about the high levels of dropouts in our schools. And um, before we took a break, uh, I was playing an interview that I had with a teacher, a psychologist, uh, Dipuo Signolo, who um, has been talking to me about some of um, the causes of um, dropouts in her own experience and looking into um, some of the causes that um, she identified. She's not far from um, what um, CEO of Umalusi has uh, identified as uh, the causes according to their study. And maybe let me just give you this before we go into into uh, some of the courses that um, the person spoke about. Um, the, Mafura Mwaget, the CEO of, uh, of Umalusi, said that um, South Africa has a significant dropout rate with only 58, listen to this, 58% of the learners reaching grade 12. 58%. And you ask yourself, what happens to the 42%? And at least 22% of grade 11s dropping out before their final year. And this is the most painful part of it because you you have been into, into school for the last 11 years. And when you are just about to get to grade 12, you drop out. That must be very painful, not only to the parents but even to the teachers because they've been with this learner uh, for for some time and they, they, when when the, the learners go into and progress to other grades teachers get happy happy and that is why the poor has been talking about how frustrated they get when you know uh, learners uh, keep um, repeating uh, grades and they, they are not moving and it looks like parents are not actually getting involved or maybe they're not even interested at all in the education of uh, their, 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 their children. So those are the numbers, 58% of the learners reaching grade 12 and at least 22% of the grade 11s dropping out as they are just approaching their final year. What are the causes? Underperformance, as um, Dipur has been um, you know, talking about, the fact that some of these learners they are not doing well um, with academics and, and they keep repeating the grades and, 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 and um, they just get tired and they stop coming to school. And bullying uh, is one of the causes. And, and, and this, I'm sure many of you who are in Gauteng will relate to this because um, in the last few years, uh, when Panyasa Lesifi was still the MEC for education in, in, in Gauteng, um, one of the things that um, he was doing, apart from dealing with issues of racism in schools, it was bullying. It will always be um, a, a learner stepping another learner somewhere in Soweto 
or another learner having been killed somewhere in Fosloras or elsewhere in the province. So some of these things, uh, there are learners who cannot take it. I'm not. I'm, I'm sure many of you know the story in in in, in Limpopo where um, a young girl was actually bullied at school and they took their own life. Some they don't take their own life, but they just decide not to go to school anymore. And and she also mentioned the fact that even teachers can can become bully, um, bullies. And, and and this I know because um, when I was still in my primary days, um, there were teachers who were actually you know saying funny things about me because um, I was bigger than most of uh, the learners in our school. So they will be calling me names, you know, those names, you know, guys, uh, what they say about people who, you know, are, you know, are big, um, who people who have big bodies. So, you know, the things that which uh, people say about us. So those things, they really make your schooling days horrible. And you, you, you wake up in the morning, sometimes you even fake a sickness and you could just wake up in the morning and decide that today I can't take it. You know, I can't take it. And it was difficult for me uh, because they will force all of us to run. And when I run, people will be laughing at me. And that will actually make me feel so useless. And sometimes it will be difficult for me to actually want to participate in the athletics because I know that uh, people will be uh, laughing at me. And on those days, I'll always fake sickness. And I know that tomorrow when I get to school, uh, they will call me aside and I'll be beaten. And that will, that will be fine because I was just fine with, um, you know, being beaten than being actually being laughed at while I'm running. So bullying is it's, 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 it's a major a problem in our schools. Um, drug, you know, substance abuse. Uh, this is something which is very big in our schools. Um, in Tembisa and Ivory Park, I know of schools that, um, you know, even parents are, are, are complaining that how is it that these kids make it into the school premises with these drugs in their, you know, in their bags. And sometimes, you know, um, the security guards that are at school are, are really not capacitated to deal with these kids. Because these kids are just, you know, unruly. And, 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 and if you have been in the schooling environment, you will know. Especially in our townships, you will know what I'm talking about. And some teachers have been telling me, as I've been, if I've been to many schools in Tembisa and Ivory Park, where I've been working on the Model UN with, with high schools, they've been telling me, you know, we are here and for us it's work. We really don't care much about what happens outside of the classroom because we have been trying and some of these kids, um, they carry some sharp objects and you, you just don't want to risk your life because you just don't know what this kid will do. So substance abuse, it's something that needs to be addressed. And of course, um, we will be looking into what is it that which we can do as communities, as we will be closing the social show so that we just don't talk about all these causes of, um, you know, dropouts, but we also offer uh, solutions and, and, and say that this is where I can help as the member of the cycle. Child-headed homes, it's, it's, it's something that um, it's, 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 it's serious in our country. I know that um, according to the Umalusi report, they are talking about uh, learners who actually come from child-headed homes, whereby 
you know, there are no parents, there are no elders in the in, in, in the households, and um, this 15-year-old or this 12-year-old is taking care of uh, a sibling who is six, another is eight, and um, sometimes they skip school. They come today, tomorrow they don't come, and uh, sometimes they come three days in a week, and the next thing they just stop coming to school. And some is because they still have to they have to work for to support their, their 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 siblings, and this is where I'm asking myself what happens to what comes to the mind of an an, an, an elder who actually hires a 15 year old. That is something I don't actually understand. Every time when we talk about the child labor, I'm asking myself this question. Would you actually hire your own child to actually work in your farm who is about 15, even if he's 17? How would you feel about that if, if you were that parent? Or if, you know, that child was yours? So it, it's something that I, I struggle to understand as to when someone who is actually hiring a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 10-year-old to work in their farm or whatever it is, what comes or what actually is happening in their mind, what's going on in their mind. So that is when someone is actually into child labor. And of course, um, lack of infrastructure, this is what um, the report says. And they are talking about schools that are far from the villages. Uh, these learners have to travel kilometers to get to school um there are no roads there are no bridges and um we, we have seen this uh, in the case at n and not only during the floods but even before the floods there were uh, you know images circulating on social media of kids who have to cross uh, you know dangerous rivers for them to go to school and 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 that is very dangerous for, for those kids and some of these kids because they've seen their peers have been swept away by the river. Um, they are afraid of actually crossing that river and as a result, they are no longer going to school and those are some of the causes why we have such high levels of, um, of dropouts. The last thing that uh, I want to touch on, which Dipuo spoke about, is teenage pregnancy, something that I know that it has been a challenge in our schools in the last, um, I don't know, many years, whereby there are high levels or high number of uh, teenagers who are pregnant and um, some of them, they are not courageous enough to come back to school, um, even during pregnancy or after giving birth. So those are the causes. But right after this break, we are going to spend some time looking into what is it that can be done? What is it that government must do what is it that the teachers must do? And what is our role as community members and as parents? We are having that conversation right after this short break. Stay tuned. Kick off with the biggest character deal only at Pep. Babies, teas and vests, only $39.99. Kids, just $44.99. Buy any two and score a saving of 10. More deals, more fun in store. Life's better with Pep. More music, more inspiration. Vuga Online. Welcome back to The Cycle right here on Vuga Online Radio with me, Mohal Mutale. Please 
do be part of the conversation by sending in your comments on all our social media platforms at VUCA Online Radio on Facebook, on Twitter, as well as on Instagram. Tonight, I mean, not tonight, today, <laughs> we are talking about... Um, we are talking about the high levels of dropouts in our schools, and we are looking into the report that was released by Umanusi earlier in the year. And of course, we played um, a, 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 an interview that I had with a teacher, uh, a psychologist, Vipua Senyolo, who has been uh, taking us through some of the courses and some of the things that uh, she thinks needs to be done uh, by the Department of Education, by the parents, and of course, even themselves as the teachers to curb this uh, high number of uh, learners who are dropping out of our schools. So before we took a break, we looked into the courses, um, some of the courses um, that which um, the poor Senyolo um, pointed out, and some of the courses that were pointed out in the report, we spoke about the 58% of learners who are reaching grade 12 and 22% of those um, of, of learners who are actually dropping out at grade 11. So that is actually something that is very painful and heartbreaking. But now let's look into what can be done by the Department of Education. Um, the Buo spoke about um, being capacitated as, as teachers because they are not able to do everything as teachers. Um, and, and, and she spoke about um, having um, social workers in schools who will be actually helping those kids. You know, having people who are trained to deal with these kind of problems because sometimes we are expecting too much from 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 our, our, our teachers. We expect them to be teachers. We expect them to be social workers. We expect them to be even parents to our children. But they cannot be everything. The government needs to come and play their part in making sure that uh, teachers are capacitated, at least if they are able to you know, um, be given, you know, training on how to deal with kids who are on drugs because sometimes um, teachers just don't know. And because they don't know, they just leave them. So we need to deal with those because we, we, we know that uh, once uh, a learner gets into drugs, the high chances of that um, learner completing schools uh, actually, there are no chances that she, he or she will actually um, complete school once he gets or he gets into drugs. So, teachers need to be capacitated so that they are able to deal with this uh, kind of issues. Social workers must be deployed in our schools, um, and where necessary, psychologists must be deployed in our schools. And of course, uh, infrastructure, this is something that uh, the teachers have got nothing to do with it. Uh, the Department of Basic Education needs to do something about it, making sure that uh, their bridge is built and making sure that um, those kids who are staying far from schools, actually there is a transport that is organized for them, for, for them to be able to travel safely to school because we know there are a lot of things that can happen to these kids while they are traveling to school. In those bushes, they can be raped. You know, so there are a lot of issues that can happen, things that can happen while they are traveling to school in those long distances. I know that uh, people are talking about learners who are traveling 10 to 13 kilometers uh, just for them to get to school. And, and when they talk about this, you, you, you are trying to imagine how can 
a six or seven or even an eight-year-old travel six or ten or eighteen kilometers by foot to get to school. So government will really have to do something about that. It's something that uh, teachers cannot do anything about, but the government will have to come in. And another thing uh, that Dibo spoke about is, you know, f- you know, sporting activities in our schools. I know that some of our schools they don't have all these infrastructures. Like I said, um, as I was talking to her in that interview, that it, 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 it's so painful to see that our schools don't have that. But when you go to the schools in the suburbs, you realize that but actually a big land where they have the tennis court, where they have the football, um, you know, ground, where they have got so many, um, you know, um, facilities that they actually are, you know, um, using to identify talents. Because some of these kids, as um, um, Dipua said, underperformance. But you find that that kid actually is good in swimming, but we don't have a swimming pool in our school. They are very good in um, aerobics, but we don't have you know, uh, nice halls in our school for us to have that. They can dance, but we don't have, you know, uh, facilities in our schools so that they can showcase their talent and be able to say, you know what, maybe this is the, the route you must be taking. Don't stress too much about this. Let's see what we can do. Let's bring in the parent and see what needs to be done. And maybe still on the issue of uh, underperformance. I know that I'm still on uh, infrastructure, but on underperformance, uh, Parents must get involved. Parents must get involved because it cannot be the duty of um, a teacher to make sure that your kids have done the homeworks. Your kids is able to read and write. You must be part of that process and get involved. So while we are talking about infrastructure, learners, I mean, to, to identify uh, what is it that uh, those who are underperforming can do, but the, 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 the parents must also play the part in making sure that they help their, their, their learners. So infrastructure is something that the teachers cannot do much, but government will have to uh, come in and help. Um, child-headed homes, um, once the teachers are, are identifying that there's a problem, they must be able to refer those matters to the social workers and the social workers must uh, do something about that. Um, and of course, we, we, we spoke about issues of drug and substance abuse. This is where I think uh, everybody has to play a role. Ourselves as community members, the teachers, uh, the, 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 the police, as well as you know um, everybody who is involved. Because some of these um, drug lords who are selling these things to our children, we know them. And we, we need to really uh, come out and stand against that. In our streets, there was a guy who is no longer in that in our street. He moved to another location who was selling something which I forgot the name. And I would see kids going into that house. And I was asking myself, what is it that which that guy is selling? And we contacted the police. And the police came and we thought that the guy would be arrested. The guy was not arrested because he was able to bribe the police officer. So the police will have to get involved. Even if we are able to say, hey, this is a drug dealer here who is actually feeding all these things to our children, but the police will have to play a part because if we have corrupt police who are going to collect a bribery from all these 
um, drug laws, then we are not going anywhere. So the police will have to get involved. The parents will have to get involved. Once you begin to see something funny with your child, make sure that you contact the school and deal with this matter as soon as you can. Now, there are rehab where you can take your child if now the matter is completely out of hands. So everybody needs to play a role. And this is my favorite part. My favorite part because this is where I appeal to the listeners of the cycle or the members of the cycle. Like I said, that the cycle is about finding solutions. The cycle is about identifying problems, identifying challenges, and at the same time, think about solutions. Think about what is it that we can do to make sure that we deal with those the problems that which we have identified. Wherever you are, whether you are in Tempisa, Fosloras, you are in Soweto, you are in Mamelodi, you are in Pretoria CPD, Johannesburg CPD, or you are actually um, in the suburbs, in Senten, or wherever you are, what is it that you can do to help with those kids who are, you know, dropping out of school? Because we need to think about this. When kids are dropping out of school, what will happen? What will become of them? And Dipu spoke about the fact that in South Africa, we have high levels of um, unemployment. And where you are likely to get employment, you must actually have a metric. Where you are likely to get an employment, you must at least have... Um, a certificate or something that you can present. If it's not if it's not metric, you must have at least went to an FET college. So you must actually be worried when we see these guys during school hours and they are loitering the streets. Let us find ways in which we can help. And our helping doesn't have to be something big. You can just identify one learner who is struggling and make sure that you motivate them. If they are underperforming, you go to them and say, how can I help you? Please refer some of the subject that which you are having a problem with to me so that I can help you. If you see Elena who is, um, you know, uh, pregnant, going to school, but you can see that their morale is very low, go there and motivate them. Tell them that they can do it and they just have to hold on. If there is something that you can do, please do that. If you see a learner who does not have, you know, proper clothes, we know how these kids can be in our schools. You know, they can make fun of you because you are wearing, you know, um, shoes that actually don't have laces. So if you are able to identify those learners, go there and lend, you know, uh, and, and be a help. Offer something that which you can do for them. Because it, it doesn't help us to just talk about these numbers, but we are not doing anything about it. And that's what I'm appealing to, to the members of the cycle to say, let's do something about it. And from now on, just look around your, your community and see where you can help. Find someone who you can help. Find a guy, I mean a boy or a girl, who you can mentor, who you can motivate every now and then to make sure that they don't find themselves on the streets loitering. After this short break, we are going to close the show. And we are not just going to leave you there. We are going to uh, you know, continue 
to actually talk about what is it that needs to be done. We are not just going to say bye-bye and that's it. I want you to be part of the conversation. Like I said, you can do that um, by using all of our social media platforms at VUCA Online um, Radio, on Facebook, on Twitter, as well as on Instagram, so that we can have this conversation going. It doesn't have to end here. We can take this conversation further. We are having that um, you know, conversation right after this short break. Stay if you're enjoying this interruption and find the sound of my voice captivating, you may be experiencing extreme boredom. Try new, fast-acting Subaru Impreza in hatch or sedan, formulated with symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. Cure boredom fast with new Impreza. Vuga, it's time to wake up with Vuga Online Radio. Welcome back. This is The Cycle uh, right here on Vuga Online Radio with me, Mohale Motale. We are still, uh, you know, talking about um, the higher levels of dropouts. Unfortunately, um, we, 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 we have run out of time, but we've been talking about the courses. We, 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 we had a conversation um, which I played, um, which I pre-recorded with the poor senior who is a teacher and um, she spoke about um, some of the courses, what needs to be done and what is it that they are appealing from the government. And we spoke about some of these courses, uh, the underperformance, the bullying, the drug and substance abuse, the child-headed homes, lack of infrastructure. We spoke about teenage pregnancy. And we spoke about what is it that we can do as community members, as teachers. And just before we took a break, we looked into what is it that you and I can do. Now we are not talking about teachers. Now we are not talking about the Department of Education. It's you and me as members of the community. What is it that we can do? How can we help in making sure that we build a better future for all these children? Because it is in our hands to make sure that we build a better South Africa. Let's continue to have this conversation on media platforms here on Fuga Online Radio, uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram to make sure that we mobilize our community members to say, let's go out there and identify those kids, those learners who are struggling, and make sure that we help them. Unfortunately, this is where we are going to leave it for the cycle today until we meet again on the cycle. This is a goodbye from me.